Welcome to the Black Entrepreneur Experience Podcast, inside the business, buzz, and brilliance of Black entrepreneurs. Here is your host, Dr. Francis Richards. What happens in Vegas goes all over the world on Black Entrepreneur Experience, episode number 48. Thank you for joining us for Black Entrepreneur Experience. This is where we shine the light on the most successful Black entrepreneurs in the world. I'm your host, Dr. Frances Richards, and I am so honored to have with us today, Lauren Wells. She's a CEO, and she's also the founder of Elsie Fit, Fits You and Thrive Abundantly. It's a New York City-based company. She's also a coach and a speaker. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you, Francis. I appreciate you having me on. You know what? I've given our audience a very brief bio about you. Why don't you fill in the gaps and why don't you share with us what you'd like us to know about your company and yourself? Um, absolutely. You know, as you mentioned, I'm Lauren Wells, but I typically go by LC Thriva or LC, especially in the fitness world. I do run my fitness. I have a, a health and fitness business that I've been running for about four years here in New York City. And then I recently been adopting, you know, really putting a lot of time and focus into entrepreneurship and business coaching. So that's where Thrive Abundantly was birthed. And I started working with um, women entrepreneurs to help and expand their business online and help them, you know, get unstuck in areas in their life and their business because I believe the two work hand in hand. So, you know, I also do that in, in speaking engagements. I go to colleges and talk, especially when they want to either talk about health and fitness as well as any kind of like personal development, inspiring areas to, you know, create success in your life as an entrepreneur and, and things like that. But I've really been focusing a lot on thrive, my Thrive Abundantly business because entrepreneurship is my passion. So tell us, how did you get into that space in terms of health and fitness? Um, well, the health and fitness started back in like 2009, honestly, and that was just my own personal journey and growth. I had enlisted into the Navy back in 2009. I was nowhere near, you know, working out or anything like that. But if I knew I was going to get into the Navy, I had to be active. So I, you know, started going to the gym, didn't know what I was doing. But, you know, I, I knew I had to start getting a lot more active in order to pass some of the tests and things like that, the physical tests that they have. So that's where the start of it came. And on that journey, I started to realize how I started to feel um, better. You know, I had some health ailments that I had experienced and had went through um, over the time. I had thyroid issues and it started to, I noticed how my, my health started to improve. I started to feel better. I lost weight. And um, over that time and that journey, other people will ask me for help or, you know, we'll all go to the gym together. And it wasn't until about three years later, I decided to just go for it and start getting into the, the field, went and got my certification here in New York at uh, CUNY. And then I started working as a trainer at one of the high end gym here in Manhattan. And then shortly after, about 20 months after I started my own business. What was that aha moment? How did you know that your business was going to be successful? And that was the industry that you should focus in? Well, at the time, because, you know, everything works in seasons. While that was my start of my personal journey and realizing that the, it was like I was kind of like a magnet and how people were coming to me and helping in that area. It, it just started to become something that I had to start to focus on what I was doing. 
you know, what was already a part of me and my lifestyle. And it was just kind of like, in a sense, like, you know, why not go ahead and, and go for it now? And then eventually it just started to come like different things started to come in waves once I started setting intentions of what I wanted. You know, at the time I was working, a jo- you know, I had a job and I just wasn't happy. I wasn't happy in the space where I was. And I, I, I've, I've done a lot of things over the years. Like I started entrepreneurship journeys, like about thir- uh, 12, 13 years ago now. And I've, I've dibbled and dabbled in different network marketing opportunities and, and stuff like that. I just couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. And um, one of my mentors told me, find something that you love to do that you'll do for free, but get paid to do it. And that was something I was doing for a long time. Like, you know, like I said, it was three years before I finally got that aha moment that I was going to take that leap, you know, and go for it. And and as when I said it, things work in seasons, per se, that business has been able to expand and grow. But um, I noticed over time, I have a lot of people because of my experience and 13 years of being in different networks and amongst different people and talking about entrepreneurship, um, especially black entrepreneurship is so needed. That's when I started to expand Thrive Abundantly. And that was birthed. Um, and I noticed also, too, when I was um, doing fitness training, um, especially for, you know, our community and, and our black people, I realized. Not that many people who look like me who has my same skin color was uh, working with me. And that was a little bit of a problem for me. And I, I was just like, what is it? And a lot of times, you know, monetarily, that was the issue. So I'm like, OK, what can I do to start focusing on helping women like me, particularly? It was I was looking for to be able to afford to live a better lifestyle, you know, whether if it's hiring a trainer or not. But those are things I hear and complain as far as, you know, I can't eat healthier or you know, I can't afford this. I care for that. And I, I personally know what that's like, you know, as far as growing up. And that's when I started to really that was like the second aha and the biggest aha, because I was thinking I wasn't thinking in a bigger spectrum. Um, but that was like the the even bigger mission. Aha, because I thought I was only specifically on my journey, just supposed to help, you know, women with just their health and wellness. When I realized it was I had to think in abundance from, you know, working from the spectrum of, you know, balancing their life, helping them build, you know, their business, create income. And then eventually, you know, all all those things work in a full spectrum as far as being able to, you know, create wealth as well as expand and, you know, have a greater health. So how would you define, Elsie, how would you define success personally? Um, That's a great question. So I, I would say like, you know, success is a process. Um, and, and once I realized that, you know, it wasn't that it wasn't like a really a destination, um, that's when, you know, it really manifested for me in my area, um, where I started to realize I was on a journey of success because a lot of times we look at success as a destination. Like we got to get to, you know, from point A to point B and point B is where the success, but the success is the journey that it takes to get from point A to B, then moving on to C. And then, you know, when you take a moment to look back, not reflect that it's going to take you down from any, you know, hurdles or journeys, but really look back at what you have accomplished and what it took. Wow. I was at point A. Now I'm all the way at point C, you know, and, and D and all the way to Z, wherever it is that you need to go. But when you realize that the destination is not success, because it's not what you think it is, because once you get to that destination, you know, for me, I'm, I'm a, a big go getter. Um, that's where the whole um, term of thriver in my name came from, because I, I love to thrive in keep going. And when I realized, you know, you know, I have a destination of wanting to get to point B, as I, I'm using an example, 
once you get there, then you're like, okay, how do I get the C? Okay, how do I get the D? And, and you just keep going. So once I, I realized the point of the success is within the journey to get to each level where you're trying to go and embracing it and, you know, all the, the setbacks, the hurdles, the failures, that's when it's really like you have been successful because you, you didn't fall or stop because you went to that next destination, which you thought was success. So what would you say, Elsie, is a daily or weekly habit that you do consistently that has given you the greatest success? Um, I'm, I'm really big. At, and one of the things I've noticed over time, and, and maybe this came with age, you know, I really realized that, you know, really self-reflecting and taking time. But I really, really put a lot of my journeys and I, I guess the success of what people see it and do in my daily. I have a daily morning success ritual. And there's no like right or wrong ways to do it or anything. But I really take that time, you know, to fill within myself. And, and what that is for me, because um, even with my clients who I coach, you know, we paint the picture of what their daily success ritual would be like. But every morning, you know, especially if you're a service for, you know, someone, you need to always make sure that, you know, you're putting that time within yourself because, you know, you, you can never pour from an empty cup. I, I always say that. So I take that time to, to fill me up, fill my cup. And my daily morning success ritual requires, you know, getting up in the morning. You know, I, I do, you know, my deep breathing exercises. I really focus on having my prayer and meditation. So I always start my day as much as possible with um, the sense of having gratitude. So I focus on saying the things I'm, I'm most grateful for, you know, waking up this morning. It, you know, my prayers are more in a sense of saying what I'm, I'm grateful for, not like acting you know, oh, God, could I have this and could I have that is more being in a sense of happy where I am and where I, where I'm going. So once I focus on where I am and have my prayers, I, um, you know, I say what I'm grateful for and then putting the visual visualization on where I like to go is um, my affirmations. So I do my affirmations every morning. And um, that's that's really what I really focus on. And, you know, if I have time to journal and things like that, I start very early in the morning. Um, because I do run two businesses, but I would say my, my daily success morning rituals is important. So are you running these businesses full time? Are you doing this or do you have another, like a nine to five job? No, I've been a full time entrepreneur since 2011. Um, so what are we in 2017? So six years. I've been able to, you know, leave corporate and, you know, be able to build and sustain our business. Um, of course, Elsie Fitzhugh, the training business was the first one and I started to expand and grow. And then um, Thrive Abundantly was recently birthed in less than a year. And so what is one valuable lesson, Elsie, you wish you knew before starting your business? Um, I would say, you know, clarity, clarity starts in black and white. You know, it's really important to get things out of your mind. And on paper and get like super crystal clear of, of what, I, you know, I wanted to create. Um, I didn't start really taking like the leaps and the journeys and, and getting where I was, because like I said, I started this whole entrepreneur journey about 13 years ago. But of course, I've been in and out of work, went to school. You know, I've had 95s and all over. But until I started really getting clear, like and, and really figure out what I wanted and not just because of money, you know, what it, what type of something, you know, what type of service or something I wanted to provide and not service in a sense of still thinking money. But I had to get all my creations, everything that's scattering the ideas in my head in black and white, really writing it down on paper and visualizing what I want to create and who I want to be. 
So what's working well for you right now in your business? Um, you know, I would say um, building myself as an entrepreneur. And, and I, I say this with my clients as well, um, you know, and Thrive Abundantly, my coaching business. You know, you have to build yourself. You have to build yourself is, is how you're going to be able to, you know, expand and move. And I would say there's three things that really uh, works for me as far as the daily success morning rituals. Um, and at night, you know, setting my day of what I want to do, um, you know, what I'm creating. And I really focus on just the six most important things, um, you know, writing down that and then also omitting non, especially successful. You know, we all have to pay our bills. We all have to do things. But, you know, omitting non income producing activities as not the top six. So I focus on the top six, whether it's something that I need to do for myself. You know, like I said, my daily success ritual is the top one. Um, and then the other things I focus on is either things I resist the most, don't feel like doing because most of the time <laughs> that's where, you know, I start to be able, that's, that's where your business clicks. You know, that's where you'll start to be able to build that success or the income or things like that, that you want. So I really focus on the top six things that's, you know, the most income producing activity or the things that's going to set my business ahead and, and knock that out the way first. And then, you know, start going down the list. But I, I always make sure I, you know, really focus on those top six things. So, Elsie, who would you say are your top two influencers in your life? And what lessons do they teach you? Hmm, top two is pretty hard to just narrow down. Um, I mean, first, I would definitely say my mother. Um, you know, she keeps me balanced. You know, they're, I'm, you know, I'm not perfect. We're all human. Um, you know, we always have our trips and falls and stumbles. I just, you know, I don't focus a lot of energy on how many times I fail. I just stay attached with how many times I get back up. And my mom is a big influence for that. You know, if she had noticed a difference in anything, you know, wrong with me, she's always there to kind of help me and remind me where I'm at. And I will also say, um, you know, a coach always needs a coach. I always found out if Oprah has a coach, I need a coach. So I would say my personal coach, um, he, he's Markwell Russell. He was very, a major, major impact. Um, I started working with him over a little over a year and that's where a lot of things took major leaps in my, in my life and my business. So talk to a younger you, Elsie. What advice would you give a younger you? Mm -hmm. Um, if I were to talk to a younger me, I would definitely tell myself to, you know, spend, spend time with, you know, with yourself to, you know, really visualize what you want and not based on society and, you know, what others think, um, because I really just followed, you know, go to school, get a good job, pick something that pays money. And I never really focused on, you know, what gifts I had, you know, what do I like to do? What do you know? I didn't focus on things that I love and, you know, stuff like that. And I will also tell myself to never stop journaling. Um, I don't I don't know if you ever did, but, you know, a lot of girls usually as they're younger, they always have like a little journal or diary, you know, and things like that. And, you know, you think that's something like little or teenager and you stop. And then that's when I feel like I realized I stopped living. Um, and I had to get back to that because when, when you journal and you visualize, get stuff out of your head, so much stuff can grow and create. You just never know what opens up. So I would definitely say, you know, um, never stop visualizing and, and never stop journaling. Very good. So what is your end game? Um, my end game, um, as far as with business or in life? 
however you want to answer the question. Do you want to do, do you want to talk about your end game in life or your end game with your business? Whatever you decide. Um, I guess I would say my end, my end game, it, it affects because, and this is exactly why Thrive Abundantly started, um, just because it's, it's working and looking in a bigger spectrum. Um, I would say like my end game is just to focus on making an impact, you know, um, you know, really having, you know, a lot of times, you know, a lot of times when people think about business it's always about money and, and those things come, you know, so my thing and my focus is really making an impact, you know, for, for, you know, men and women, but I really focused on women, you know, to really just be at a sense to, you know, live in their purpose, really focus on, you know, w- you know, what they want to create in their life. And, and, and if I had any kind of influence with that by whatsoever, um, I'm, I'm totally happy. And, you know, of course my end game is to, you know, build my business to be a multi-million dollar you know, corporation by impacting, you know, hundreds and thousands of, you know, people to live in purpose and step into the mission and, and build their business. So Elsie, what role or responsibility do you feel you and your company can contribute to increasing the number of black entrepreneurs? Um, I, I definitely think, we, you know, because entrepreneurs are so needed and it's, it's kind of like the hot topic now but a lot of times people say they want to be an entrepreneur just because it's a hot topic but have no direction on where they want to go what what things you need to focus on so you know um with my business and my corporation what we really focus on is really honing into your message you know not only do we just you know talk about you know the business aspects the branding the marketing and things like that that they need to you know work on and growing and expanding but really narrowing down on you know what it is with you know, what your life and the impact, just as much as you asked me was my end game, you know, you saw how it, it worked hand in hand with both of what I want to create in my life. But, you know, when you really focus on what you want to do and what you want to be known for, you know, all the other things that you want comes. So I would say my, my business really focused on that and, and, and also shifting. This is really important. Shifting the mindset of our, our black people, because, you know, we can't, we, a lot of us come from such a impoverished lockdown mindset and, and I did and I didn't realize that until you know over time and you just start to expand your network and getting around but really shifting the mindset to believe that you can do it because you know we we tend to think that we can't have you know what others see or we look at the mindset of, of um, you know being wealthy or, or having things in an abundance we look at that as a, a sometimes as far as where I grew up as a dirty thing or, you know, money grows on evil, you know, is the root of all evil and things like that. So really working on, you know, um, helping and exchanging the, the, the mindset of our people. Um, but by no means, I, I always say this, I don't try to convert anyone. I just, or, you know, give the light, you know, they say you can bring the water to the well, but you can't make them drink it. So I really focus on not converting them and giving them the light, but just be the light and, you know, others who want to, you know, embrace that for themselves will. And that's where the impact of what I want to create. So tell us, Elsie, what is a technology tool or technology platform that is a must have for you in managing your business day to day? Um, there's a there's a few platforms um, that I think is, you know, really um, important. Um, one I use all the time um, just because, you know, if I'm on, I'm on the go a lot or whatever. I use Evernote. 
And I know it sounds so simple because people are like Evernote. It's it's just, a, um, you know, you can have it as an app on your phone and also download on a computer. But this is where I jot down and write a lot of my stuff because when you use Word document, you know, you can't have that directly on your phone. So I use Evernote. Um, anything that you use as much as far as like audio, you know, form of podcast or something that you can listen to for self-development. Um, this is part of my daily, you know, success ritual, uh, Facebook. And I've made, I've had great success over the years, you know, on Facebook. And now Facebook is like such a, a very great tool because you could do, you know, run your ads, um, and things like that. But it depends on your business because certain, uh, businesses may have a bit, a bigger, larger platform from, you know, um, Instagram or LinkedIn, but Facebook for me is a, a major tool, um, as far as networking, connecting, this is how I connected with you, um, on Facebook. Uh, what else? I would say some form of a landing page, you know, to automate your, um, your business. One of the things I use is lead pages. Um, and then a booking page. Um, there's several out there. You have, you know, you can book me, um, Calendly, schedule once. So that's super important, depending on your, your lane of business. But for me, that's super important. And, um, of course you gotta, you know, accept payments. So you need either like a PayPal or Stripe account, um, direct pay. Those are really good, um, important tools that has been definitely helpful in managing my business. So talk to the person in the audience. They want to start a business. They're fearful. What advice, Elsie, would you offer them? Um, I would really, you know, ask you, uh, you know, for those for you who's listening, you know, what do you have to lose if you don't start this business? And and I'm asking you, but I'm saying this for you to ask yourself Um, and, and, you know, write this down. This is where journaling where I said, you know, you get clarity in black and white. And then also, um, you know, why is this important to you? You know, dig deep enough um, to the point that it hurts. And, and not to be like brutal or anything, but this is where you find your passion. These are tools and areas that we work on, you know, with our clients um, and finding out, you know, when I say what hurts you, that's where you find your why. If, if you know, you ever been listening to anybody, any entrepreneurs, anybody that says successful, they always say, you know, you got to have a big why or I know my why and why for me and for what I've learned and what my mentors taught me is your why is what hurts you. The acronym W-H-Y is what hurts you. So really ask yourself in those questions and what it is. And that's where you start to get clarity and, and, and even knowing if this business was. I've built and been in a lot of different streams of business. And it took until really now to finally get my Google what I really wanted because I didn't really ask myself those questions or dig deep enough and get clear on my why. Very good. So let's shift gears a little bit. What is the worst moment in business and what was the takeaway? Hmm. Um, I would say, okay, so one of my worst moments, this is, this is like when I really took that leap and, and left corporate, right? <laughs> you know, a lot of us sometimes, and a lot of entrepreneurs may do this, you, you get caught into the dream and you're just like, I'm just going to go and jump and I want to do this for, you know, for, you know, I don't want to work for anybody else. And I took that leap and, um, I, uh, I, I knew this, but I, I guess it made a, it was a learning experience. And, you know, I never took it as a worse or failure, but I took the jump in my, my training business actually. And, um, I didn't really focus a lot on, you know, building my marketing per se. I had the, 
notion of thinking, you know, these clients are going to stay forever. And um, I definitely took a major stumble, like um, in my in my business and tripped when I really went from, you know, bringing in uh, pretty much triple my income I was making from my job to literally only bringing in just a, like maybe about five, six hundred dollars a month. I live in New York City, so that is like impossible to live off. Um, so I had to really kind of go back and, and look at like, what was I looking wrong? And the thing was, it was just, you know, I had to remember my, you know, in business and in life, it's always a revolving door. You know, you always have to just keep going because it's going, that door is going to keep going. People are going to come in and come out. And even if it's you, you know, who you are now is going to be someone else later as you grow. Um, so I had to remember that and kind of go back to the basis on what it was to continue to keep building myself not get complacent as well as building my business and keep marketing my business. So you mentioned you launched your business. You're currently in New York City. Is that the best city for you to have launch your businesses? Um, I really don't. I mean, in today's world, you know, um, that's only my fitness business that I have here in, in New York. But, um, you know, I run running online. I have clients in Arkansas, California, you know, uh, Oklahoma, Georgia, you know, so I really don't think any city, as long as you got somewhere where you have Wi-Fi, because that is the name of the game now, you know, with building and growing your business online. Um, even with my fitness business, you know, I started to expand that online. So, you know, I really want, you know, to build and grow my business to a point that I could be anywhere in the world. As long as I have Wi-Fi, you can grow. So I don't I mean, I think it's a, a great city. And, you know, this is my home. This is where I'm from. And there's a lot of great connections. But I, I don't think, you know this uh, New York is just the best city, um, especially when you have everything online now. So what book would you recommend LC and why? Okay, two of my favorite books. Um, I know I'm cheating. You said what book, but the four agreements, um, I, I think by Don Miguel, don't quote me on the last name, but um, I think it's Don Miguel Ruiz. And, and that book is really great. The four agreements and another book, um, is the secrets of a millionaire mind. That is what changed and expanded my life to really start going forward and pushing my business to, to really get in gear and building my own brand, you know, rather than, you know, different companies. Um, and that book is by T. Harv Ecker. Okay. So if you conducted this interview, Elsie, what is the one question that you wish I would have asked you? And I'd like you to answer the question. Um, what's the one question I would ask myself? Um, you know, what, what keeps you going and, and, and light the fire under you? And if I would have to, you know, ask that question, um, I would say, you know, enjoy the process, you know, and, and in the journey of the process of what this grows and, you know, take your, your trips, your falls and stumbles, you know, as a, a building block to, you know, keep developing and building you. Um, once I really let go of, you know, the the one end game and getting to, you know, a, a, a end point and just love the journey and be in the being, um, that's that's really what kept me going. You know, there's a light, a fire. And, and then when I focused on, you know, being the light and, and that the fact that living in the light is not optional for me, is non-negotiable. Um, that that's what really what kept me going. Even when I'm down, I, I always remember that 
living in the light is, is not an option. It's non-negotiable. So tell us, how did you name your business? Um, so as far as for um, Elsie fits you, that's, you know, my nickname, Elsie, she fits you <laughs> as, um, you know, in your fitness. fitness. But for Thrive Abundantly, um, and, and that's, you know, this is very proud of and, and loving where it's expanding and growing. But as my name, you know, uh, everybody knows me for as Elsie Thriva and, and Thriva comes from, you know, uh, my brother and I actually created it. And we're, we both look at ourselves as, you know, expanding and growing as a thriver, you know, so we took the term of being a Thriva, um, you know, taking the niche of my name and thinking in a bigger spectrum, especially my end game is to make an impact. I thought in abundance. So that's where, you know, Thrive Abundantly was birthed. So if you had to do it all over again, would you stick to the same industry or change? Nope. I would stick to the same way how it happened. <laughs> Absolutely. And so is there anything, Elsie, that would make you stop? Absolutely not. Um, you know, as long as there is blood <laughs> pumping in my in my body, you know, and like I said, this is this is non-negotiable for me. You know, living in the light and being the light is is what it is, and and that's what Thrive Abundantly is all about. You know, it, if I don't thrive, I, I can't live. I don't survive. You know, I really focus on thriving and not surviving. So, um, no, <laughs> I can confidently say that. So are there two black entrepreneurs that you would like to share that has inspired you to keep going? Um, yes. Yeah, so, um, actually two, I, I listen to the most, um, Lisa Nichols. I, I love her and, you know, I, I relate to her so much and, and the passion and, and the things that she's grown and built. And I, honestly, that's also, a, um, an inspiration for Thrive Abundantly because her, her brand is motivating the masses and thinking in a bigger spectrum of abundance. Um, and Les Brown, um, I love that man. I love listening to him. You know, he has so much fire. Whenever I'm down, he's definitely one I listen to because he just gets that rage, you know, really pumping in you and get that fire back into you. So what is the biggest achievement so far in your business today, Elsie? Um, the, the biggest achievement is really going and expanding as far as to be my own brand, you know, my name, what I've grown to, you know, um, create and, you know, being in a sense that I've made a difference in someone's life. You know, I've done a lot of things and in both businesses, you know, being able to work with someone where they were able to, you know, get rid of, you know, whatever health issue particularly they have, get off medication, you know, um, they had chronic back pain forever and, 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 you know, they no longer have that. It, that was an impact. Same thing as for Thrive Abundantly that is, I still look on building an impact, you know, helping someone get out of their own way to actually, you know, expand and grow their business. You know, I, I, I love when someone gets clarity in some way or form. And if I had any kind of help with that and, and really it's, it's dumb, you know, they, they really get that impact for themselves, but just to have an influence to, you know, focus on what they really have within themselves to, you know, take it to the next level. That that's that's the success and all the achievement I need. So why don't you give our audience three truths that you've learned in life so far? Three truths I learned. Um, 
Hmm. I would definitely say um, one of the the you know truths that I would particularly say is you know your your destination where you want to go for success is not what you think it is. You know, um, and like you know the 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 success is in the process. So I would say that's one. Um, number two, which should be number one, is mindset is everything. Um, everything, the way you, you know, you focus and think on particular things, the way you take stuff, you know, life doesn't happen to you, you know, it's how you, you know, you take on, you, you know, your mindset on how it ha- happens to you and how you're living towards it. Um, so mindset is everything. And the third one, um, I would say, you know, business particularly gets easier when you focus on when I talked about filling your cup, you know, really focus on being selfless a lot of times people think it's being selfish but um, really being selfless and figuring out you know your true intentions and your why that's where you know business really grows and expands a lot of times people just think of the mechanics and and you know um the logistics of everything with business but that doesn't start really growing until you get crystal clear where you want in, in your intentions so Kelsey, share with our audience a parting piece of advice that you want to offer. Um, I would say um, really take, you know, parting piece of advice. I've said this, you know, a couple of times, but I would say just what my mentor told me that really ignited and changed my life. You know, especially if you're stuck and I've been there, you know, find something that you love to do. You know, that you really love to do that, it lose your track of time and, and, and that you'll do for free and get paid to do it. That's, that's the real enlightenment of, you know, building and, and growing a business. Um, and there's, there's three things I would say. So uh, forgive me, Francis, on that. I would say focus on, you know, celebrating yourself, forgiving yourself and committing to yourself. And when you do that, that's that's where you have a lot of errors where you may get unstuck. Because I know a lot of times business you know, owners, everybody who comes to me and want to help and build their business is always coming to a point where they're stuck. And, and a lot of the areas will come into those those areas, those, you know, celebrating yourself, forgiving yourself and then committing to yourself. Very profound. So we've come to the part, Elsie, in our interview where it's called Fun Facts Lightning Round. I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and I'd like you to give very quick answers. If there's something you desire not to answer, feel free to say pass. Are you ready for the lightning round? <laughs> okay. All right, Elsie, the last movie you saw? Um, Atomic Blonde. You relax doing what? Um, meditating, reading and being about around water. Your favorite singer or rapper? Um, ooh, that's a hard one. I would say Usher. And your favorite dance song? Um, <laughs> favorite dance song. Oh, that, that, I would have to pass because I can't think of just one. Okay. And what food you eat every week no matter what? Um, spinach and avocado. <laughs> And your favorite month? May. It's my birthday month. Absolutely. So we want to thank you so much, Elsie, for joining us on Black Entrepreneur Experience. But before we conclude, why don't you tell us the best way for our audience to connect with you and to support your business? 
Absolutely. So um, you can find me on Facebook. Um, if you go to facebook.com forward slash CEO LC Thriver, that's LC as in cat, T as in Tom, H R V as in Victor, A. Um, so that's CEO LC Thriver. So facebook.com forward slash CEO LC Thriver. And then you can also opt into my mailing list if you go to survive or thrive dot win, W I N. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. And if there's anything that we can do to support and promote your business, don't hesitate to reach out. And we want to thank you again, Elsie, for spending time with us on Black Entrepreneur Experience. That's a wrap. Thank you so much, Francis. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for listening and subscribing to Black Entrepreneur Experience. We would love for you to leave a review and rating on iTunes and share with your friends. For show notes and more episodes, go to www.beepodcast.com. Join us next Wednesday. And remember, green is the new black. So keep your bank accounts and your business in the black.